Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm so happy to have you here with me today. Today, we have an amazing guest. She's a former host also at the Voice America Network, and we are going to discuss healing abuse through spiritual growth and self-empowerment. But before I swing into that and introducing my guest, I would like to ask you, have you made the time to take the what is your number one superpower quiz? Uh, A lot of people have gone through it now and they have been very excited by what it has shown them about themselves and what they're here in this world to do. And so I would love to invite you to go ahead and take this quiz. It takes about 60 seconds to walk through it. It's very to the point and you'll get some amazing insights about how you are here to interact with the world and the gifts that you brought with you to fulfill your life mission. You can find that quiz at superpowerquiz.us. That's S-U-P-E-R-P-O-W-E-R-Q-U-I-Z dot U-S. And so my guest today is Dr. Paula, the life doctor. She's helped hundreds of thousands of people improve their health, their wealth, and relationships through writing, coaching, and speaking. Her ultimate creative problem-solving process aligns and integrates information on both sides of the brain. Clients dissolve hidden blocks and fears, solve challenging problems, and reach their goals. Despite being told that she couldn't write creatively, paint, or dance, Dr. Paula is now a best-selling author, hosts a top-ranked show, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, and she is an internationally a uh, renowned artist and accomplished Argentine tango dancer. She's been on USA Today, the Dallas Morning News, and other national television and radio. She was also named a leading expert and recognized by the National Academy of Best-Selling Authors. Welcome, Dr. Paula. Thank you. It's a delight to be on your show. I appreciate it very much. What a wonderful topic and show that you have. Well, thank you. Thank you. Do you prefer to be Paula or Dr. Paula? Whichever you're more comfortable with. I um, will I will probably throw in a mix of both as I go okay. along. <laughs> That's good. That works. So I love doing these introductions and I especially love it when people go out there and do the very thing that they say that someone tells them they are just not cut out to do. And you've done that in at least three areas of your life. Uh, but before we swing into that, what I'd like to understand is how did you find your way into a spiritually guided life? I know you've had an awakening process, then spirituality came into your life at some point. So tell me a little bit about what life was like before. Um, well, I was pretty miserable. <laughs> <laughs> this is the main difference. Um, I wasn't as healthy. I wasn't as happy. I wasn't as connected. I wasn't as um, joyful. So life is completely different for me from the inside as well as the outside. And as you know, when you change on the inside, then your life changes on the outside. 
And so... Well, and I've also noticed that the outside doesn't matter as much once you've changed on the inside. Right. But I, I don't just mean the physical outside yeah. of my appearance. I mean, my life and my fulfillment in my life and the relationships in my oh, life. Oh, yeah. It, it's so, radically different. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. And so... I mean, that, that, that does make a difference. And, and what I'm doing is far more fulfilling. Um, as I've discovered my own gifts and my own path and um, what I'm really here to do. And of course, I have a lot of choices, but nevertheless, I'm much more focused and much more fulfilled with what I'm doing now than although what I did before led to what I'm doing now and gave me the tools I need, it's still I'm expressing it in a different way and doing it in a way that um, really makes me feel good about impacting people's lives and helping them to create a more positive, joyful life in their thinking and in the actuality of the choices that they make and the people who they allow into their lives. Yeah. Well, and speaking of people we allow into our lives, <laughs> um, I know you've been through some things. You, you have a pile of been there, done that t-shirts. Uh, and it's easy for someone listening to this to go, oh, yeah, of course she's happy and glass half full because she hasn't had, you know, the road that I've had to hoe. So what were some of the difficulties that you ran into your life early on that you needed to heal from? What were some of your traumas? Well, one of them I didn't even allow myself to know until very recently, um, and that was early childhood sexual abuse. Yes. What I did know was that I had been emotionally and um, psychologically, mentally, and um, physically abused. And, you know, I used to not include physical because I would say, oh, well, it was only one time. But it was, you know, it is. Yeah. Well, you were well trained, right? <laughs> right. That's the denial. You yeah. don't want to think of your parents that way. Um, and, and yet that's until we tell ourselves the truth, the, the expression, the truth will set you free. So we, we have to allow ourselves to see the truth in order to be able to heal. And the more I heal, the more truth I'm able to see, even the most painful things, and then to be with it, even to forgive. My uncle came to me after I put together what had happened. I don't have any real memories. I just mm -hmm. had the sudden knowing yeah. that, that it happened. And then a little later, I realized who it was. Um, I suspected, but, but then I got confirmation in a dream. And then he came to me one morning when I was between that waking and um, sleeping state. And he didn't ask for forgiveness. He just sat down next to me and was so kind and loving. I could feel this just beautiful, beautiful energy with me. And he was um, 
he just said, you know, that he was sorry and that I said, well, how could you do that to a child? And he said, well, it wasn't me. By that time, I wasn't present anymore. Mm. My soul was pretty much gone. That he, he had been taken over by negative energies. And I could feel the truth of his soul and the beauty of his soul. And it just said, I forgive you. I mean, how are you? How can I be angry with this soul who was just so sweet and pure and obviously too sensitive for the traumas that he had to endure as a child and he couldn't deal with it. And so as less of him was there, it made room for negative energies, entities, demonic presences to enter and to take over. Yeah, so, well, and I've I've noticed that when people get into these, what I want to say, negative spaces, downward spirals, whatever you want to call them, um, that it's like the addiction or the compulsion has its own life. Right, and he was an alcoholic. He was a binge alcoholic. He was a, a very unhappy um, person who led a, a pretty miserable life. And, you know, so it, it just... When we talk about forgiveness, I mean, we can say, I forgive you, but really feeling that forgiveness is the trick. Yes. Exactly. Because it's not about words. It's not, forgiveness is not from the head. It starts there. But if it doesn't reach the heart with the true feeling of letting it all go, then it's just an illusion and and just words. Um, But it's a start. At least the intention is there. But then the hard work of really forgiving at a heart level is is the only path that sets you free. Yeah. And, And then, and once that was accomplished, then it was, um, it just opened up other doors in my yeah. life for more love, more compassion, more empathy, more self-love. Let me ask you some questions because, you know, I have, there is abuse in my family, okay? And so I've done some forgiving of my own. I've walked through it with cousins and, and siblings. Um, and one of the things that I think is really big and palpable when you've been through an abuse situation is this idea that I am shamed because of it and I'm broken and unworthy because of it. How did you negotiate those kinds of feelings as you were going through your healing journey? Well, I certainly had all those feelings um, throughout my life. Um, I was a high achiever trying to prove that I deserve to be able to breathe on this earth. Yeah. Um, and that I was worthy. And I married into an abusive relationship because that was what I felt I deserved. And when I chose to leave that after 36 years of marriage, I really began the healing journey where I began to feel that my job was not to save the abusers in my life, but to save myself. And um, there's a concept in Judaism that um, to save one life, it's as if you've saved the world. 
And at some point, I figured out that my life was the life I could save. That I could not save anybody else. And that I could set an example. I could show people that there was another way. But I had to do the work of taking responsibility for my choices, for my role in the relationship. I chose to stay for 36 years. Well, and that's sometimes a hard thing to accept, right? Because the society wants to, um, what do I want to say, paint us as victims, right? And a, a victim has no responsibility. But I personally found on my healing journey that until I let go of that label and said, you know what, I, I have to own my half of this. It, exactly. And, and so it's, even though as a child, we had no choice, really. Right. And, and that's important to acknowledge that it, we really were victims at some point. Yeah, you, you then, really are powerless when you're at that young age. But for example, in my first marriage, and <laughs> I also picked an abuser, <laughs> um, that's the point at which I really had to own that I'm repeating a pattern. It's a choice that I've made, and it's a choice I can choose to unmake. Exactly. And so we can choose another path every day, every minute, every second. We have the opportunity to make new choices. And I chose to leave and to heal. And, and so I began, it, it, it's self-forgiveness. It's not just forgiveness of other people. And forgiveness of another person doesn't mean that their behavior was acceptable. And if they're still alive, Amen. it doesn't mean that you have to keep them in your life. That you Dub- Double amen to that one. <laughs> you don't have to pay anything, but, but hate, except hatred. Hatred doesn't help. Maybe there's a phase where that helps fuel your own energy to heal, where it helps or to leave the situation, right? Exactly. Yeah. But then at some point, it's like, that's not helping me, and that's not helping the world. And so I need to let go of it. It's his choice to heal or not, and not my responsibility for him. My role is to forgive for myself for the common good of all, for my children, grandchildren, for the line of the family, that's important. And for that your own personal peace of mind, right? Well, yes, that's yeah. I mean, for, for ourselves. It's, it's, it's for us that we choose to do that because we need to let go of the anger. Uh, well, I won't say need to. If we want a healthy, happy life. Yeah. And when we're ready to leave the cage that was created by this, this trauma and abuse. Yeah. And, and it's also about changing the past. We can stay stuck in, ain't it awful? Wasn't it horrible? Um, You know, people say, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I understand they're being compassionate and they're being empathetic, and they're caring, but I'm not sorry it happened to me. (laughs) I learned a lot. (laughs) I learned a lot. It created who I am today, 
which parts of my life can I undo and still be me? I can't, I can't guarantee that. So which pieces would I throw out? None of them because they all built up to form who I am today, what I do, how I do it, how I act, how I um, interact with people, how I view the world, the, the level of compassion that I have for people who are in pain and for my own pain, but not in a poor you way, in a, yes, it was difficult, but it's like the diamond that's a piece of coal that under pressure comes into the beauty of itself. Yeah. And that's what happens when we accept our past, when we say, okay, what did I learn? How did I grow? How am I a better person today now because of it? Not in spite of it, but because of it. And when we embrace all of who we were and are, then we are in a place to really move forward with all of ourselves, all of our energy, all of our gifts, all of the positive love that we have been given that helped us get through it. And I don't like the word survivor, just like I don't love the word victim, because we were surviving in abuse. Yeah. I don't want to continue to survive. I want, I want to, to thrive. And yes. Thrive and live a wonderful life. I love that. And we are already up on our first break. Can you believe it? <laughs> uh, to everyone who's joined us here today, I am so thrilled that you are here with us. And I'd love to invite you to get your pen, get your piece of paper. And think back on some of these places where perhaps you consider that you might be broken or damaged in some way. And I would invite you to spend a few minutes and sit that on its head and spend a little time with how did you grow having gone through these difficult things? What gifts did it bring you? And uh, take note of those on your paper and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life within a Realm. Find us at Inner Realm Magazine, 
www.janeunchained.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am still here with Dr. Paula Joyce. And... In the first section, she was sharing with us some of her own personal traumas and her healing journey. And I guess where I'd like to pick up, uh, Dr. Paula, is how did you begin to embark on a spiritual journey? What kind of led you that direction? I have scoliosis, which is a curved spine. And when my... um, a couple years after my second child was born, so I was in my 30s, my spine started to get worse. Mm. And the doctors wanted to, uh, to, to operate and, and put a metal rod in, in my spine. Yeah, and because the doctors feel this is a degenerative thing and it's only going to get worse. Right. Um, And one doctor at the time or a little bit later said, you know, measurements and you're this and that. And and eventually you're going to um, hold over on yourself, crush your lungs and die if you don't get this done. That's that's a really extreme description right there. It was. And it was like, you know, truly, he said, you're going to die if you don't do this. Well, this is. I don't know, several years later, and I decided at that time, I was not willing to, by that time, I had read enough and knew enough that the spine is important and flexibility of the spine is important. Really important, yes. And, And I knew people who were in pain for the rest of their life and immobilized as a result of that surgery. And of course, they don't tell you that. They just tell yeah, you. Yeah, no, they don't tell you what your quality of life will be. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I know one woman in particular who had really ended her life. She, she was, uh, it was just awful. So anyway, I had enough awareness that I wasn't going to buckle under to what the med- Western medicine said. So I started exploring uh, alternative medicine, um, massage, chiropractic, acupuncture, and then I went into healers, crystals, essential oils, all of it. Um, and, and at one point I decided, well, 
it's never going, I'm really never going to heal my spine. But um, I was enjoying the spiritual journey so much and benefiting so much emotionally and and mentally and spiritually that I thought, well, I'm just going to keep on. And I was working with someone who was a channel and he said, you didn't tell me you have scoliosis. And I said, well, you know, I really gave up on it, on healing it. And now I'm just, you know, um, in, enjoying all the other benefits yeah. of the spiritual journey. Well, and I, I was going to say, I, we're on the radio, so they can't see you right now. But it's quite clear that the medical prediction has not happened. <laughs> Absolutely not. And um, I am my spine is almost healed. But that man said to me at that time, he said, don't stop, you can heal your spine, you can do this, keep on. So that renewed my efforts uh, regarding my spine too. And I have worked with shamans, healers, all kinds of amazing people. And you know the expression, the when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yes. And more and more amazing people came into my life. And now I have this dream team that um, uh, uh, Dwan Washington, who is my healer, shaman, psychic, um, amazing uh, human being who has helped me find who I am, discover my hidden gifts, and help me on a spiritual level to get the healing that I needed that's made the physical healing possible. And I have an acupuncturist who's also a chiropractor and a Chinese-trained Western medicine MD with a specialization in orthopedics. Wow. (laughs) Talk about your dream team right there. I'm telling you. If you have to add an MD to your team, those are the qualifications you needed. (laughs) And and because, you know, he can all, he also knows the the, um, limitations of Western medicine. He has helped me, the two of them together have helped me cure. As, as peop, I hope people know who are listening, when you have childhood abuse, it shows up later and there are numerous major studies, research studies that show that the cortisol levels, the high stress levels create disease, not in childhood, but later in life. Yep. So by the time you're in midlife and later in life, it, the connection yeah. isn't obvious. And You've got the diabetes and the high blood pressure and the arterial sclerosis, uh, arthritis or whatever it is, right? Right. It yeah. goes to the weak spot in our body. And so I had numerous, I mean numerous illnesses and conditions and I've avoided three surgeries so far. And what Dr. Chen has said to me is Western medicine is great for diagnosis and emergencies. Yes. You come to me and tell me the diagnosis and we'll cure it. He said that anybody with breast cancer, because there was a point where I kept getting suspicious mammograms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he said, um, well, no, just suspicious. Just suspicious. Okay. And he he said, "Don't worry, 
it, if we catch it at the beginning, we can cure it. Don't let this worry you. And, and, and then he gave me two treatments before I went back for the follow-up exam. And I've never had a suspicious mammogram again ever in, you know, 18 years. It's so, incredible what can be done in alternative medicine. Exactly. I, I got run over by a wolfhound a couple of years back and broke. Uh, you've audibly heard the pop of the tendons in both knees. And for some reason, and I'm going to say it was my guides, <laughs> I did not get my MRI back for almost a month. But in the meantime, I'm going to my acupuncturist who also does like lights and electrical stimulation and has this amazing track record with orthopedic injury. <laughs> and by the time I got the MRI back and they said, you've popped six ligaments and you're going to need surgery. And they sent me to the surgeon. I was off of the crutches and she looked at me and looked at my chart and I went, you belong to this chart? I'm like, yeah. And so she did more x-rays and decided that surgery was not going to be required. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's important that we go in into our own healing, that we take charge of our own healing and explore options and not just assume I assume that they're that the MD is telling me what they believe to the best of their knowledge. I think they have great intentions, but they don't see the whole picture and they don't know all the options. They only know their way of thinking. And it's the same thing with psychologists. They only have their little box that they think in and they don't believe that you can heal from abuse. And Mm -hmm. you can. Yes, you can. And so, you know, it's really important that we listen respectfully to what other people say and then come to our own conclusions. I mean, they couldn't even diagnose it. I was in therapy for 21 years and nobody ever said, you know, do you know that today you're being abused? Do you know you're in an abusive marriage? Well, you know, I had to figure it out. And then I got help with from the spiritual realm and spiritual um, healers and, and helpers, including alternative medicine, chiropractic and acupuncture is very helpful, even for emotional and mental uh, um, healing. Oh, completely, because you store the reaction in your body. All of those emotions end up in your body in different places, whether it's your hip or your spine or your shoulder, or the back of your neck or what it is. And so when they go in and they do their alignment, they're also allowing emotions to shift and move and be released. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's a blessing when you can wake up and say, okay, uh, the, I'm going to do my own research. I'm going to look into things. And as with anything, it's not just the um, methodology it's the healer it's the person delivering it and just as not all teachers are fabulous not and that's my profession not all mds are fabulous not all radio hosts are are fabulous (laughs) there there is no you know just oh here's an acupuncturist that yeah just go see this guy yeah right make sure that we are getting the best treatment no matter 
who the person is and what their methodology is because that person's, the way they deliver their treatment and who they are as a human being affects your own treatment and success in, in health. And your outcome. Yeah, I've been blessed in my life uh, in that I've had a number of psychologists that I've seen over the years, right? Talk therapy is one of the first things frequently that we try. And I have to say, uh, my first one spoiled me for all the rest. And I didn't realize how good she was. because it was one of these things is like, okay, there's two in town. This one has openings. That's where I'm going. (laughs) Thank you guys and angels. (laughs) Um, But she not only had the expertise in psychology, but she also believed in healing and she understood cognitive behavioral stuff. She understood hypnosis and the importance of delving into what's going on in the subconscious mind. And uh, I spent several decades after that, trying to find someone who is even half as good as she was. (laughs) She said a really high bar. (laughs) Well, you you were fortunate and that was your path. My path was different. It just points out that we, we get what we need and not necessarily what we want, but it opens up our, our thinking to other possibilities. And what do we really need? Um, yes, there are some amazing psychologists and counselors out there. And, and there are some who just have a degree. And, yeah. and, and it's, it, 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 so we need to really be careful and we need to check in with ourselves. Is this helping us? Does this make sense yeah. um, for my needs? Am I growing or am I more miserable or equally miserable? Yeah. Um, is, is, is this really helping me? Yeah, exactly. And we need to pay attention to our intuition. If you walk in and you're halfway through or all the way through the first session and you, you're not feeling it, you don't feel like this is the right person, you're not obligated to book a second session. Just say thank you very much. I will get back to you when the moment is right and move on down the road. Exactly. I, I think that is one place where society has done us a great disservice, uh, at least in the United States, in this Western culture, because there's a great reverence for the people who wear the white coats to the point that uh, they make prognostications and people take them to heart and believe them, you know, Um, and, and it's, I think, it, in some ways, it can be healing if the one wearing the white coat gives you something to, what I want to say, live up to and live into, but it can be equally devastating when they don't. Well, and, and I think integrative medicine is, you know, where somebody has the perspective from the um, uh, Western medicine as well as Eastern and alternative medicine that there are lots of methodologies and what is what this person needs. I mean, sometimes you really need chemo. Sometimes yeah. you really need that operation. It, it, it's not that Western medicine is bad. It's no, that I, I'm right there with you. I mean, if I'm in a car accident, I want you to take me to Western hospital like stat. Okay. <laughs> right. And, but I'm not going to ask them about my diabetes. <laughs> 
so a well and sometimes you need insulin i mean it it just we, we need to look at all the options and recognize what is going on in with our body with our psyche with our emotions and to create the best treatment ta- treatment plan for ourselves yep. um, and, and with a trusted um, caregiver. Exactly. Um, and recognizing that you are one of the experts on the team because exactly. you are the expert on how your body is responding to something and whether it's really helping you net net or not. Exactly. And and whether and our belief system makes a big difference too. Do I believe in, in this treatment? Do I believe in this doctor? Do I relate well to them? Do they listen to me? Do I feel heard or do I feel like, you know, they're they're off in their own world and don't have time to talk to me or to listen to my complaints? I mean OBGYNs didn't listen to women and still often don't. Because how could we possibly know what's going on with our bodies? They know more than we do. And and so it's you know, it's 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 learning um, that we deserve to be respected and we deserve to be heard. And that we're not making up I mean some people do, but generally speaking, we're not (laughs) making up symptoms. We're really feeling whatever it is we're expressing, and yeah. and we deserve to be respected and heard. And heard exactly. So, so we are coming up on our second break already, and I'm loving this conversation because it feels super empowering to me. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. Me too. So, everyone who's joined us out there in listener land, I would invite you to take that pen and paper and spend a few minutes around your experience with your current medical professionals and spend some time around which one makes you feel heard and seen and really responds to what you're telling them about your experience and which ones aren't. And uh, hang with us. We'll be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know. How has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you, and go out and live soul first. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. 
Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales. I'm still here with the amazing, lovely, and wonderful Dr. Paula. And before the break, we were talking about being empowered in your journey, your physical health journey. Um, what kind of blessings came out of this experience of working to heal your scoliosis? Actually, healing your scoliosis, I think, was the ultimate outcome, was it not? Um, we're almost there. Um, my right shoulder used to bend forward. It's now um, almost completely where it should be. Um, uh, in order, it, you know, so everything is changing, and it's the mind-body-spirit connection. As I let go of the negative emotions and the pain, emotional pain, and the painful thoughts, the interpretations of my life and seeing my life from more positive eyes and more of an awareness of the gifts that I've been given as a result, um, looking for silver lining. So as all of that um, works together, my spine um, is healing faster and faster because I'm really at the roots of, uh, of the things that have held my spine in a dysfunctional position. So I'm, I'm almost there and very grateful. So give me an example of a cloudy situation where you found a silver lining. Because I, I think it's easy to go, yeah, let's just look for the silver lining. But when you're in the shit, it can be a hard and a long search. <laughs> Um, absolutely. And, and I, I'll just say that on my radio show that, and uplift your life nourishment of the spirit, which you mentioned, and there are over 400 episodes, most of almost every show I included at the end of the first segment, a silver lining story for the very reason that you're saying, how do you how do you find the silver lining? Even if someone has passed away, what's the silver lining? And so let me take that example. My sister and I um, had a, a very, well, she was abusive to me, and, and she knows that. And she's come to me since she passed to the other side and asked for forgiveness, and she has 
been helping me in my life. And that ability, knowing that once you're on the other side, life doesn't end. Life continues and communication can continue and people can heal on the other side to the point where they see what they did in this life that they couldn't see and they can ask for forgiveness. Not everybody um, in, in my life is at that place on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> Even on the other side, people can be stubborn and stuck in their own way of thinking. But, but she, she has been helping me. And, and what she said to me, she came to me um, a, a, a couple weeks ago, actually, and said, and, and said she wanted forgiveness. And I said, but I, I have forgiven you. And why do I feel this emptiness? I love you. Why don't I feel this love for you? And she said to me, and I've never heard this anywhere else. She said, now that you've forgiven me, and I know you have, I can send you love and you can feel it. And this incredible feeling came into my heart. It was just, it, it, it was beautiful. And so if we had healed on this side, I wouldn't have that information mm. and that feeling, that experience. And it was so beautiful and gave me information that can help other people. So silver linings are not, um, it's not like everything is wonderful. It's what have I learned? What new information? What new wisdom? Yeah. What character traits have I gained? I, through all of the things that I have experienced, I have learned. I used to be so anxious. And, and even panic attacks, which I didn't even understand until a couple of years ago. I didn't know they were panic attacks. But a friend said, I think you're having a panic attack. And so what, healing, what, were, what were the symptoms of that? What was um, showing up? I, I would hyper, one was hyperventilating. Another mm -hmm. one was where I literally couldn't swallow. Food would get stuck. Stuck. Mm -hmm. And I, in my throat, in my esophagus, somewhere where I, and I couldn't breathe. There were times when I really thought I was going to die. Um, and I just kept praying, you know, and working whatever I could do physically to dislodge it. But I live alone. And so there was like nobody there. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, there's no one to give you Heimlich. Yes. <laughs> right, right. There was God in me, you know. And, and so um, I learned, you know, that I am safe. I'm being taken care of. But, but those, the, going through all of that and, and then being able to heal my anxiety as I let go of all of the pain and all of the frustration and all the anger, because it all connected to making me really angry about my life. Mm. And bit by bit, I shed that anger and I shed 
as I forgave, as I realized what had happened, all of the benefits that I had gotten, everything that I had received, the anger is truly gone. It, it's, it's just not there. And when something happens that I used to be reactive, now I'm able to be quiet, to process it, to observe it, to think about it. How can, what's behind this? What's going on here? And then to respond or not, because sometimes no response is the best response. Oh, amen. (laughs) But, but I'm able to really be present now. And it's all the healing that I've gone through. And that's a huge silver lining because I thought all the anger was me, you know, Mm. but it wasn't. It was a response to my life where I didn't have any control. And I didn't know, didn't have any tools to process and to let go of the pain. And and so I've learned so many tools spiritual and um and and uh, uh mindfulness yeah um mindfulness tools meditation so on so many things that i can do to improve my life and my health and well-being and help others do the same when we're in there's another silver lining when we're in the present moment completely then again, we're not reactive. But if we're not, if we get triggered, then we're back in a situation from childhood or at some point where we were traumatized. Or projecting out into the future that there's some kind of impending disaster. Right. And and so we, we react with fear, anxiety, anger, whatever it is, because we're not present. But as we learn to be present, as we heal enough, we can be truly be present with ourselves and then respond and not, um, not make matters worse, worse, not fuel a fire, not allow an abuser to um, get what they want because they've then hurt us but we can truly be in control of whether whether someone has power over us or we have power over ourselves. And that's the self-empowerment. When we can truly be self-empowered, be in charge of how we respond, then we have truly healed. Mm-hmm. And that is a lot of silver linings building up to a huge one of self-mastery. Yes. Not that we don't feel it necessarily, but we know what to do with it so that we don't create more chaos or pain for anyone, including ourselves. I love that. So tell us a little bit about how your work is coming out into the world now. I know you brought a gift with you, so share a little. Yes, um, I have a chapter that I wrote in um, a best-selling book that I have that is 
um, nothing but net, and the chapter is the ultimate creative problem-solving process. People can use it on their own. It's what I use in speeches, in consulting, in workshops, in my coaching, um, and it helps people to connect their right and left brain so that they're not dividing their energies and in a tug of war, of war where the unconscious mind is saying, let's do this, and the and conscious the, mind is saying, let's do that. Yep. Now they can communicate with each other by removing the blocks that are hidden in the unconscious. Now the conscious mind also knows what the block is. And so it's not, when we're not accomplishing our goals, we tell ourselves, we don't have the money, we don't have the time, we don't have the education, no one will, I'm not the right person, but yeah, uh, all, all the all the reasons. <laughs> it's all logical, and the left brain, the conscious mind loves it, but none of it's true. And the right brain, unconscious mind, knows the truth. And then when the left brain knows it too, they can work together and move through the block it just dissolves. And then the other second half of it is, now what do I do next? And some coaches have a package you work through on your own, but this is your, the it, it, it's about you. What do you need to know? And how? what is the best path forward for you? So for instance, some people create a business with a business plan do A, B, C, D, E. Other people take what's in front of them and use their intuition and create their business that way. I'm the second kind of, of, of yes. business creator. <laughs> and those people who have a plan, that's great, but that never worked for me. Yep. So each person is unique. And what's your best step forward in your life to accomplish your goals, whether it's personal, business, spiritual, financial, whatever it is, what do you need? What's right for you? And it comes from the inside out. So I've that. given this process to people in this chapter if if they would like it. Um, and so that's one way I'm moving out in the world. I'm doing more speaking. Okay. I'm doing Beautiful. more. Beautiful. Let me. Let, let me tell the people where they can go find that. So if you're interested in getting that chapter from Nothing But Net with her, her creative process in there, you can go to sovereignself.media and Dr. Paula will be up at the top and you can click on the link. You can also get her contact information if you feel moved to reach out and contact her. So that's where you go for that, sovereignself.media. And what else you got going on? You mentioned all kinds of stuff coming out in the world. Um, well, I'm also wanting to, I have several books I want to write, but one is on abuse because I understand it from the inside out and also from the outside Side in. I in. understand it academically as well as personally. And I have tremendous insights that other people who are experts in this field do not have. And I also want to get out my silver it. lining 
yep. stories in a book. So those are two books that I want. Fabulous. Wanna... We are up against the end of our show already. Can you believe it? Thank you to everyone who joined us here today. I do this okay, show for you, you uh, because I want to I wanna see you on your path of purpose. I want to see you succeed and thrive. Even though you have a mountain of been there, done that, got the t-shirts, you can reach out to me at AskZofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. I welcome any comments that you have. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here.